0: Hare Krishna. So, greetings from Colombia. And uh, until I have some other idea, what I'm going to do is um, read from Following the Angels, a book by Bhakti Rakshakar Sridha Maharaj, and then share my realizations, which obviously I've learned from studying the teachings of Srila of Prabhupada. Okay. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Vigyanatimaran Timarandasya Gananjana Shalakaya. Taksuran yena Tazmai Sri Gurve Namaha. Sri Chaitanya Mano Bistam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupa Kadamayam Dadati Sapadanti Kam Manshakalpa Tarubyascha Kripa Sindhu Vaevacha Patitanam Bhavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namo Nama Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Sia Dweta Gadadhar Shivasa Degor Bhaktivinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare So w- welcome to the readings from the Sham Ashram in Colombia. Of course, I say it's a paradise, but there's always a difference from visiting a place and having to work and, you know, raise family and have so many responsibilities in a place. So obviously it's not free from suffering, but it is quite a, uh, a beautiful place. And when we had our, our Goponema Festival here and uh, there was about 75 people really nice people. And Jai Jagannath was with me and I gave the talk. He did Kirtan and then we had a full shake, and then a feast and uh, just so many good people coming to Krishna consciousness. And it's really nice because the whole ashram is basically managed on property by three people. Right? is it? But they get volunteers. Here's the ashram manager watching the class today. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Dorita, who will also take initiation in two weeks. So we're looking forward to that. We're having our, our retreat here. And uh, Shamsundri told me. And even though, because I, you know, so many people that I know went to Govardhan and you know, it was still when I was advertising at the COVID fear, but she said it's completely filled up and, and we'll even use this other hacienda that we have too. And we'll have fantastic kirtans. Manu Bhattacharya is coming from LA. That's Sivita Bhattacharya's son. He had such a good time and this very nice devotee, Kirtanaya Lilo and Jai Jagannath, And a person I haven't met yet, but I'm looking forward to meeting a young man who does retreats here on Krishna Lila. How old is that? What's his name? Radhavan Chandra? How old is he about? 26?
1: What? 26.
0: What? It's yes. only about 26. So we're going to have a really good time. And... Uh, Of course, we do have a few people coming from Champak and uh, Danielle from New York are coming and uh, Arjuna Prabhu, my godbrother, we're really looking forward and hopefully Hemalat Ratha and Sham Kishore. So, uh, okay, let's do, this will be our our real Wednesday is a little bit more the tattva, the science, and and this is the um, uh, no, it's more the lila, and this is more the tatva but since I spoke on on, on Lord Chaitanya yesterday, I, I suspect that some lila will come. So, power of affection. Sri Krishna Karshani, the peculiar power in love, is this, that the high is controlled by the love through some tendency, and that is called that is called love. Yeah. Because love means a position of service to the object of love. So from a material perspective, love is in a lower position materially. Because when you love someone, you 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 serve them. And what is so and what does it mean being controlled by someone? that you move by their desire rather than your own. Um, You move by their desire rather than your own. So, of course, that can be forced, but in love, you want to do it due to the attraction. But what he's going to explain here, and this is such a beautiful point of bhakti, is that by that, even though you subordinate someone to your subordinate to someone else's desire, they respond in love to you. They respond in love to you in such a way that they become subordinate to you. So the devotee completely surrenders to Krishna to guru and Krishna. He completely surrenders to guru and Krishna. And at the highest level, that love is so forceful. That love is so forceful at the level of prema bhakti, that Sri Krishna Karshani, it even attracts Krishna. I like, I'm, I'm having some nice fun memories now of, of Vrindavan. And as you go on the Prikram path, those of you who know, and you pass the Bhaktivedanta hospice, and then you get kind of to the end of that road, and you have to make a left, which goes to the gate to the flower garden. So you go right, which goes into town. Raha God is there. And as you walk on the right, there's gardens, and one place is called Madan Ter. Ter means place of Madan, Cupid. So as the story goes, Cupid wanted to bewilder Krishna. And we know that Cupid could really, Dave. Cupid could really bewilder people. If somehow or other that arrow of infatuation gets in your heart, you can really do crazy things. And that arrow arrow of infatuation arrow of infatuation enters your heart, um, you can be very, very bewildered. You can be very, very bewildered and silly sometimes too. You lose your, you, you act completely by your emotions and not your intelligence. So Cupid wanted to put that arrow into the heart of Krishna and watch the fun. And this is a common theme throughout the Bhagavatam because Krishna, who is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. And as I mentioned before, position covers personality. So to be the Supreme Personality of Godhead to relate intimately, he doesn't come with a position. it can be very easy to misunderstand Krishna. In fact, Satyraj is writing one of the uh, next issue of the Vaishnav journal about Krishna Lila. And he's having various scholars speak a particular Lila. And uh, he really, because I spoke to him years about this, he wants me to do Brahma Vimohan Lila because it's the last... Pa- it's the last leela that Prabhupada wrote. So I've been meditating on that, the significance of it. And I'll, I'll title the article, The Final Pastime, because it's really the final pastime that Prabhupada did. But I, I'm going to try to see the significance of it. And one of the significance of, of Brahmavi Mohan lila is, is it's the last pastime before the gopis are introduced. And it's completely necessary to understand the gopis, to understand that Krishna's coming as a cowherd boy doesn't diminish his his status. It actually increases his status. Because when you have a, 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 a high position, then your being, who you are, your personality uh, and your different relationships of intimacy. Um, okay, that's great. Thank you. That's so nice. It, 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 it is covered. Is covered. So I want to present this and the significance of that pastime is the significance of that pastime is is that it shows remember the part yagya buk bali Kali. the demigods are bewildered is it yagya or bali keli is it a young little boy or is he the supreme lord who's taking all the yagya and the pastime shows that that being that young boy where his divinity is covered doesn't mean he doesn't have that divinity But the divinity is covered for the sake of the full revelation of his love so um kind of went off on a tangent and i when i do that i i do admit that um but anyway this is a very just interesting oh yeah oh yeah okay so it's easy to misunderstand krishna so so cupid wants to put an arrow in krishna but when he you have to aim and when you see krishna he's all attractive if you be if we can actually see god what does that mean god and how attractive the, the supreme beauty personality what would it be like to actually see god it would be overwhelming in fact when lord brahma opened his eyes and saw krishna it was so overwhelming to him that he became blind. He became completely blind. Of course, he gained his sight and, and he and he fell to the ground. So he, he he Krishna became known then as Madan Mohan. And again, I make this point. There are pastimes, but because time does not rule God, even if there's a pastime that has a beginning, it's an eternal pastime. It eternally begins. So he became known as Madan Mohan. So then the story is, 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 and that's the deity in Vrindavan. As you go from Madan Ter, what's the first deity you see is Madan Mohan. Krishna is the conqueror of, of Cupid. Which is why, where he is the deity of Sambandigan, beginning, developing your relationship with Krishna, begins by worshiping the Mohan. Why? Because to develop your relationship with Krishna, you have to control your unbridled, lust and your, and your your movement in the world in that way so we pray to madan mohan to to actually help us control our senses so we can develop more and more of a relationship with Krishna but then the story goes that that as Krishna was standing there in his threefold bending form and so proud I have conquered cupid then Radhe Radhe go Vinda go Vinda radhe Radhe Govinda go Vinda go Vinda radha Radhe Radhe go Vinda go Vinda radhe 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 go, go Radharani walked by. And the power of her love manifest in the power of her beauty and qualities because love means to offer the best so srimati radharani is the best so she's so attractive her love is attractive and her expression of that love is so attractive so then krishna went ah oh. so anyway this is the point here And that's what the whole path of bhakti is about. Just like when we chant the holy name, the holy name is Krishna, but we we really can't create Krishna materially, just by syllables. But by chanting the mantra with feeling, we can attract Krishna. Nam nam akari bahuda nijasarva shaktis. Krishna has all shakti. Shakti comes from its source to con- and it serves the source. And therefore the Purnish Shakti is Radharani. It's the supreme love which controls Krishna. So that's the point. We have to... And, and therefore... There's a point I want to make here. I'll have to think of it carefully. Therefore, Krishna has to be controlled by his devotees. If you're not controlled by love, then what kind of person? How can God be the supreme personality of Godhead if he's not controlled by love? He'd be impersonal. I think everyone here has had relationships that disappointed one. where You gave yourself to someone and they didn't reciprocate. You gave and you gave. Is, it, it, was that person powerful or was that person weak? They're weak because they can't control their false ego, their desire to control and enjoy. So Krishna himself reciprocates the love of his devotee. He loves his devotee. And as soon as you love... You become the small that controls the big. And and that's his point. Now that I've I, I've explained that, I'm I'm going to read a little bit. How how when a this is such a nice analogy. When a little boy catches the finger of his father and draws him to some quarter, the father goes there. The fa- father is more powerful, and the boy's power is insignificant. But the boy. But the father is defeated by the power of affection. You ever see that? Daddy, 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 daddy. And pulling the father along. And the father is so big, he may be so powerful. Prabhupada gives the example that there was a prime minister of England, I think. I think it was called Gladstone. And the French ambassador had an appointment and he was sitting in the office waiting. And after he waited for an hour and a half, he became so upset, he came into the door. And what did he see, the prime minister? The prime minister was was on his hands and legs with his grandson riding him on the back. So that's the power of affection. And that's what will attract Krishna's mercy. Our, our, Our submissiveness. Our humility will attract Krishna's mercy. Not our pride and our power. Our pride and power only attracts the, the illusory energy. We become bound by that. Just like in, in, in the world, you know, someone is proud and independent, they wind up in jail. The law-abiding citizens are free. So these are such beautiful points. Affection and love are there where we find that the small controls the big. Submission to the master is so intense that the master becomes subservient to the servant through affection. At my beck and call, he can give his life. So how should I deal with him? To Krishnamaraj, when he was sick in Mumbai, very sick, Prabhupada used to go to his room and visit him. I remember he told me that. Automatically, the master, that is love, prema, such wonderful potency is that love is, is in that love and affection. The absolute is controlled by his, his affection. You can't see the Supreme Lord if you want to control the Supreme Lord because he's the Supreme Controller. You can, you, you can, you can only get the Supreme Lord by, by the attitude of service. That's so important to render service. Generally, the owner of the potency guides the potency. But sometimes the potency guides the owner. that is love. It is not the physical capacity, but the fine capacity of the very subtlest force. So the control is not by the you know, the control is not by the dunda. It's very, very subtle. The control is by one's affection and love. Aham bhakta no. I feel as I, if I am interdependent, not absolute. I feel that I am controlled by them only by devotion. I am not master of my own self. The absolute says like that. What a wonderful thing is Bhagavad praying. It is present in the highest sense in the case of Krishna in Vrindavan. I think he's probably, and I, yeah, I saw this, but he's going to come into the story that Mother Yasoda binds Krishna. But how does she bind Krishna? Not by her physical force, she binds Krishna. But when Krishna sees her, her effort, and, 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 and this is... This is the secret of bhakti. I'm I'm trying to think of the story of Narada Muni. He, 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 by his effort, he couldn't see God. Initially, he saw God. He was so helpless. He was so dependent. And this is what we have to watch out for. He was so helpless. He was so dependent. He was a young boy. He didn't know who his father was. And then he lost his mother to a snake bite. And he was five years old and he was all on his own. Got to do this carefully right over my computer with the hot. Oh, it's so good. Mm. What kind of tea is this? Is with mango? What? With mango? Mango tea. Oh, it's mango tea. I thought it was mangrove tea. Mango tea, okay. okay. So then he got Sakshat Darsha and he saw, but th- then it disappeared. And when it disappeared, he tried again, but it didn't work. Because the effort is not, al- is not enough. The effort is required to demonstrate our consciousness but it's the consciousness that attracts krishna not the effort but it's not that we can do nothing and attract krishna's mercy either and then he 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 appeared to him and said there's still some material taint and what is that material taint he wasn't complete in service Not the amount of service, not the act of service, but the consciousness of service. And therefore, he had to do service to develop that. He wasn't complete in service. It doesn't mean a certain amount. It means a consciousness, which will come from that service. And then he was able to attract. Then he was able to attract God. So the same thing is going to be expressed. Aham, iha, nandan, vande, yasya, lande, param, brahma. I have no attraction for Mahabharata, veda, upanishads, and all these things. Nanda kim akarod brahma, shreya evam mahodayam. But my only attraction is for nanda, because I found the supreme, powerful, absolute is crawling in his compound as a baby boy. In Bhagavatam, this is a very valuable situation. What is this? The Param Brahman is in such an ordinary position. If he is Param Brahman, or is he something else? That's the question. Uh, this is a, a revelation I had from studying the Bhagavatam which I never heard expressed, but I do think it's quite significant. The first place we see Krishna in both the Bhagavatam, in both the Bhagavatam and the, the first place we see Krishna in both the Bhagavatam and the Bhagavad Gita the main book spoken by Krishna, the main book about Krishna, the first place we see him in both cases is the chariot driver of Arjuna. He's serving his devotee. (laughs) <laughs> the, he's serving his devotee. He's controlled by love of his devotee. That's significant. Yasoda, Krishna's mother, is punishing him. When trying to bind him at every step, the rope is two f- fingers short rope is the only is only two fingers shorter than necessary to bind them around the waist. Whatever one more whenever one more foot is added, it is the same two fingers short. She is punishing him and he is crying. but still the difference is there. And again, against his will she is trying to bind him around the belly, but the rope is two fingers short. more rope is added, but it is also, two fingers short, again and again. He is sucking her breast, and when she is punishing him, he cries, oh, don't beat me, my mother. I won't do any more of these things. At another time, when he was yawning, Yasoda found the whole Brahmanda, the entire creation within the boy's mouth. Then she was afraid, but the next moment, a cat meowed, and the boy climbed on her lap out of fear. Oh, he is my child, my son. He is not all accommodating Brahman. No, he is my child. He is playing in this way like hide and seek. So I think this point is just so beautiful. The small becomes the big by submission and service. The small becomes the big And and the big becomes the small by trying to control. <laughs> it's it, it, it's because the real value system of big is the big heart, the big the the, the, the big devotion, the strength. The real power, the the strength, I mentioned this, the strength of humility is that it has the power to resist the false ego. So those that are big are actually being controlled. Those who are big are actually the servants of their senses and those who are small are the controller of their senses. Now, this is very, very subtle, and and I think, I hope you'll appreciate it. I'm looking at the list. I look at the list, so I have, I I know the sense of all the people that are there, and I I thank you greatly, because the best service is hearing. The best service you can do for a devotee is to hear from them, because that type of service also engages them in devotional service. And as Prabhupada mentioned in the Bhagavatam, in the second canto, when Brahma asked Krishna, are you God? Um, No, when Narada asked Brahma, I have a doubt whether you're the supreme because you're performing austerities and austerities means there's something lacking in you that you're trying to attract. Brahma was so happy now. He said, no, I'm not. Narayana Parovara, Krishna is supreme. Prabhupada said, that's the basic missionary principle. The gratitude one feels to people who give him an opportunity to speak about Krishna. When the infinite comes to the finite in its closest touch, then it sometimes shows that infinite character and sometimes its most finite character. This reminds me of, 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 of Lord Shaitanya. He, he 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 comes to the so close to the devotees. A, 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 he comes in his mood as a devotee. I was explaining that last night. I thought the very difficult lecture because there were people that were completely new, and the subject of Lord Chaitanya is just so esoteric. But I tried to make a logical progression. I'm not sure how successful I was. But God means the supreme controller. And seem controller must mean supreme enjoyer. Because if you have power, you will use it. For, you will, if you have power, you will use it for your pleasure. But I said, what is pleasure? Pleasure is love. So for God to be the supreme enjoyer, he must experience love to the greatest degree. And therefore, he must not only be the object of the devotee's love, because I mentioned this energy of love. Remember, it's enjoyed as being the beloved and the lover, the object and subject of love. But he must also become not only God, the experience of God, but he must have the experience of his own devotee. Because unless God tastes that rasa or that love from that perspective, he's not the supreme enjoyer. So he has to come as Chaitanya. He has to come as Chaitanya. And when he comes as Chaitanya, his own devotee, sometimes he manifests as God. There's a, a nice lady that visits the ashram. And this year, I think she almost died three times. They thought she was going to die. She looked so healthy yesterday. <laughs> I'll t- tell you the story. is like When I came from India, you know, you develop certain things. So I, I, I brought these. Someone gave me I, I, when I was in Vrindavan. They gave me all these little Krishna dolls. They're very beautiful. So I thought I know there's some of the children here. So I I gave one. It's like Radha and Krishna. And then I gave another. And then then I saw a, a, a child like, so cute, just like, wasn't saying anything, but was just looking at me. So I gave them. So I ran out of dolls and then I felt so bad. A little kid came over and he was speaking Spanish to me. And I was talking to Shreem sister. I said, what does he say? He says he wants a toy. <laughs> I ran out of toys. Okay. <laughs> okay. So playfully, he does so many big things. When Trinavarta came to kill him, he was on the lap of Yasoda immediately. His mother felt that the boy was very, very heavy and she could not keep him on her lap. She had to put him down and Trinavarta took the boy away in a storm. Then some minutes later, they found that the great demon's body had fallen on the earth and the boy grasping the throat of the demon was on top. Then Yasoda swiftly went and collected the boy. Oh, unfortunately, the boy landed on the demon's head. Otherwise, he would have been crushed. Trinavarta, that great demon, was finished by the boy, but playfully. So again, the infinite comes to the finite in a very intimate way to experience intimate love, but, but also he manifests as the infinite also. And that's the key point we have to understand about Krishna, that His personality, it doesn't limit him. It's one of his attributes. I I always tell the story of my friend came from, he was a devotee and he came back and he gave me a Krishna book and I didn't go out that night and I read Krishna book and I was studying philosophy and they had the definition of God, that being of which no greater can be conceived. And then I read about Krishna and I just thought, This must be God because he doesn't have the defect of impersonality. He's infinite. He's all powerful. The prayer, you know, but he also has this attribute. And without that, he wouldn't be that being of which no greater can be conceived. I can conceive of a being that's greater than just powerful controller. One is also a lover. One is also a friend. So we limit God when we deny his, his intimate side. And we limit it with God when we deny his. We limit God when we deny his intimate side, and we limit God when we deny his infinite side. Shabunajaya, write that one down. <laughs> we deny God when we deny his intimate side, and we deny God when we deny his infinite side. So he's saying, don't deny the infinite side of God. He's still all powerful. Just like when a father comes home and he's very intimate and with his son, or, or Prime Minister Gladstone, when his child is riding on his back, He's still all-powerful as the prime minister. This is is a key point. The most miraculous things are coming to a simple level. Most playfully, in a simple way, he's doing such great deeds, which takes so much time, so much power, so much valor. And all is finished in a second, in a peculiar way, Great things are done with a very small attempt. When the Dainakasara demon comes, he just nonchalant. <laughs> nonchalant. He whips them into the trees. The infinite's approach to the finite in its closest form is controlled by a special tendency, and that is called prema. That is called prema. He becomes the friend. He becomes bhakti vatsala. He becomes affectionate to his devotees. He serves his devotees. Again, the big becomes the small. The small becomes the big by love. And the big becomes the small. The small becomes the big by love and the big becomes the small by love. (laughs) Krishna becomes the servant of his devotees. Bhakti is such a thing. We should try to understand what is this devotion that can control the absolute. Mahaprabhu has come to suggest that we follow this path only and it is Vrindavan. Try to have a position, a place in Vrindavan in that level, in that plane of life, with this general conception, we shall have to approach Vrindavan. And what is Vrindavan? It is not the sum total of some appearance. It's not just an external thing. A mere imitation of a particular group of appearances cannot give such a result. The very life is such, so valued, the life transactions must be there. I, I coined this term spiritual autism because I understood that one aspect on the spectrum of autism is that you can't read minds. You don't know how much, you, how much of communication is not what just a person says, but how their emotions are reflected in different muscles of their face. And you person becomes very expert at reading minds. They can tell so much. So it's not just an external thing. When you see Vrindavan, you have to see the hearts of the devotees. And I had that realization, you know, I'm living in Govardhan, and Govardhan is just... It's, and people come in pilgrims, in devotion. And when you do a little kirtan there, and these people begin to smile... That's Vrindavan. The hearts of these devotees, that's Vrindavan. Die to live, sacrifice. Die to live means the real self is humility and service. The false self is these conceptions of control called the false ego. So if you really want to live, that has to die because that conception of the false ego I'm the enjoyer and the controller and all its designations that ends with the body so you want to live eternally that has to die and when that dies you live in the soul of service and compassion and humility and gratitude that person and, and, and you know I'm 70 my 72nd year. So I'm looking back and like everybody else, you have your dark nights of the soul or, or your challenges and things. And I remember one of these and I was in Gita Nagari and it was a heavy time and I took shelter of chanting the Holy name. I think I told you this story. I was just chanting and chanting and chanting and chanting. And then I got so much relief because I understood that this glorification of God, this chanting of the holy name, that's the activity of the real self. And that activity and the feelings that you have there will not end with the body. The activities of the false ego and all its designations, you live on that platform, you'll be completely fearful because everything on that platform you'll lose. Therefore, bhakti is defined as sarvapati vineer muktam tatparatwena nirmalam rishikena rishikesha sevanam bhakti uttama, the highest bhakti sarvapati vineer muktam. Without any material designations, we must invite that sort of death that will kill death itself. That death kills death. I was there when this great lady saint died in Vrindavan and she wanted to die on the floor. They brought her mattress on the floor. And I told this story, of the Ayurvedic doctor who had previously cured her and brought her cancer into submission. Then it came back. She was an incredibly devoted, wonderful, devoted lady, my God. And, uh, the doctor felt her pulse and said disease is finished and then told her she had one hour left to live. What does it mean that disease is finished? The real disease is the false ego. That conception of superiority and control, it it, it, it it binds you to the temporary body. So that death brings you life, he's saying. That sort of death will kill death itself because death is caused by identification with the material body that death itself is caused by the material body that that death, that, 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 that that's what karma means it it means to carry out your, your material desires If we want to live in that high place, we shall have to give ourselves completely. This is the price of that valuable gold. What is that subtle power? How do we acquire it? What should be the price? How deep should be that transaction? Okay. uh, uh Jaya, you have any? Uh, by the way, Jamuna Jaya, your friend Curtis Berger was here. One of your students somehow I said hello to a person It had a New Jersey accent because I assume that everyone here is from, um, I assume that everyone here is from, uh, I assume that everyone here is from, you know, Colombia. So I think they're all Spanish speaking. And then this guy says hello to me. Um, Okay, Okay, what, what do you have to say?
1: It was such a great surprise to see that picture. <laughs> I haven't seen him in such a long time. That was so wonderful to, to see him, Curtis. Yeah. But uh um, you came up with a with a bunch of them today. So I did I I got the is he over there?
0: <laughs> he he left back to Jersey. Oh, okay.
1: I love the of course I'd already write it, writing it down when you said it. We limit God when we deny his intimate side. We limit God when we denied his infinite side. That was that was a great one. But um, really, one of your first things you said today really struck me. As soon as you love, you become the small that captures the big. And then all during the class, you reference the small becoming the big and the big becoming the small. It was such a nice dichotomy. It's, it's, it's just a wonderful okay. reminder.
0: So you'll incorporate these points and you use it in your teachings
1: i will try okay, Maharaj. thank you
0: okay good anybody else like to say hello today hi krishna
1: Maharaj. yeah i have to second the jamuna's thing i really love that when you said the small becomes big by love and the big becomes small by love and that illustration of that analogy of the little child pulling right. his big father by his lip by his finger only you know out of love that was really touching can you remind me can you remind me of when you know that first time we see uh krishna um as as arjuna's chariot driver in the bhagavatam
0: in the bhagavatam i think it's the. sixth or seventh chapter. Otherwise, Krishna is not introduced yet.
1: Yeah, but I, I think, the,
0: uh, you know, uh-huh. some, the story, the yeah. pastime, what was, not, what was he doing? It, it's uh-huh. um when, when the Ashputama throws the Brahmastra to kill the the child in Uttara's womb. Uh-huh. I think that's the first time we see Krishna. I, I'm sure he's on the chariot there.
1: Yeah, Mm -hmm.
0: okay, okay, thank you. Okay, anybody else want to say hello? You just here, hi, Bo. Okay, good. Anybody else?
1: Happy Krishna Maharaj.
0: Hey, it's Bhakti Bhakti Devi. So,
1: you're sitting in front of my favorite, favorite brick wall
0: it's great
1: whenever i see that brick wall behind you it brings it stirs up so much emotion and uh i I just love it there too
0: let's see if if we can organize one more retreat before i go to india we'll let you know you should come out here
1: oh i would love to
0: it's it's uh it gets better all the time actually
1: i bet it does okay all right enjoy your stay
0: okay thanks bhakti david okay anybody else say hello thank you the Christy right. hey henry where are you
1: i'm in um, gainesville uh,
0: traveling with uh
1: raja vihari and uh, we went to the um saint augustine rathiatri yesterday and um and we're um you know we had the Gore neiman alachua with i think about 1500 devotees it was really incredible wonderful time
0: wow you're really having a nice retirement, Henry. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Really, really wonderful. That's great. Maybe one day I'll get you down here. <laughs> oh, sure, Maharaj. <laughs> you, you won't be disappointed. You won't be disappointed. I can tell you. Thank okay. You. Anybody else? Hey, Krishna, Gumaraj, Gopi Gopinath here, and? Priya. Oh, hey, Priya. Okay, Harry Bell. Nice to hey. see you. Man anybody else
1: Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, thanks oh. for the beautiful class. thank you much
0: you're both together now finally
1: yes, huh? yes we are in case <laughs>
0: so erotica what do you think of your mother's trip to
1: uh, oh, I think, uh, I think, I think it, it was it was great for her and uh, yeah <laughs> I'm happy that she came
0: it was an amazing trip and she had an amazing time. Yeah, it
1: thank was you actually, Maharaj. Yeah, thank you very much.
0: Okay. That was all you thank, you. <laughs> thank you so much. Nice to see both of you. Anybody else?
1: Hare Krishna, Maharaj. This is Yamalatarra.
0: Okay. Well, hopefully we'll see you soon, huh?
1: Yes, Maharaj. Hopefully on Sunday.
0: Great festival. Beautiful decorations. It was wonderful. Yeah. Everything. OK,
1: yeah, it's got a few pictures It's amazing. Uh,
0: OK, great. When are you coming here?
1: I arrive on Sunday.
0: Oh, OK, next Sunday. That's great. OK, great. Yeah,
1: yeah. Okay. Gloria will pick us up at the airport.
0: OK, great, great. OK, anybody else? Hey, Gibson, good evening. Hey, hey, right, oh. right, hey, all of <laughs> Hey, Okay. glad you got there safe safe wasn't the word it was... I, I I slept on the plane the whole way oh good and I didn't even go to sleep when I got here I was rested and then we had a nice festival okay All right. okay anybody else
1: hi Krishna Gumaraj this
0: is Kishore radha hey Haribo Haribo <laughs> okay you're separate from tota or
1: huh yes i'm i'm uh running out to go get some groceries
0: okay 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 anybody else okay Well i'm gonna head out i see everybody that's there okay how you Bunch of copper dubious shakapas in the daily chapter, yeah.